Take a second and think back to the sex education you had in school. Did it prepare you to have a healthy and happy relationship with sex and identity? If it was anything like mine, it was stigmatizing, judgmental, and totally unhelpful. But not to worry. The experts are here to offer the sex ed we wish we had. Welcome to Sex Ed with DB. We're a feminist podcast and multimedia platform bringing you all the sex ed you never got through unique and entertaining storytelling, centering LGBTQ and BIPOC experts. We cover an array of sex education topics like abortion, period management, sex and disability, pleasure, reproductive justice, healthy relationships, BDSM, birth control, sex in the media, and so much more. We believe that everyone deserves comprehensive, inclusive, pleasure-centered, medically accurate sex education. Follow along with us as we revolutionize the way we talk about sex and tune into Sex Ed with DB wherever you get your podcasts. Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? Me, I've been well. I've been focused on doing activities that allow me to expand my creativity in order to reimagine this thing called life. Um, I just finished reading a romance novel, which is a genre that I typically don't read, but it was a nice change of pace. With May being Mental Health Awareness Month, I have a dope mini series for you. I had the opportunity to sit in the guest chair at the Black Girl Burnout podcast, and I'm sharing that interview here. The host, Kelly Bonner, has become a fast friend, and I really enjoyed our conversation. So for the next few episodes, you'll experience me from another angle. Our conversation was about opting into joy, and with everything happening in the world and our daily lives, it is incredibly important to actively pursue things that bring us peace, happiness, and just makes us happy to be alive. I used to think that joy was passive, and for a select few of us, it is, but for the rest of us, it has to be a top priority. It is very much an active process. In this first episode of the Black Girl Burnout series, you'll learn a bit about more why I launched Be Well Sis, my own struggle with burnout following the traumatic birth of my second child, and my hopes for this platform. Speaking of, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star rating and review telling me what you've learned since tuning into this podcast and on whatever podcast app you are listening on. And if you want to go the extra mile, take a screenshot um, of the app you're listening on and share it on Instagram. Make sure you tag at bewellsis underscore podcast so that I can see it and reshare. So with that said, the next voice you'll be hearing is that of Kelly Bronner, who is the host of the Black Girl Burnout podcast. Thank you so much for joining. As always, I am so, so glad you're here. Be well, sis. Welcome to Black Girl Burnout, Kelly here, and today we have a special series of episodes for this week. I have the honor of interviewing our special guest, Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. She is the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, Be Well Sis, and really this podcast came out of her own quest to achieve holistic wellness, and also she opened that door for Black women. 
particularly when we feel alienated in spaces of wellness where we've not been included. Her podcast really gets to the heart of that and it creates safe spaces to talk about all of this, particularly as she's had her own experience with severe burnout following the traumatic birth of her now four-year-old son. It's this experience that gave her the passion to really deliver heart-centered self-care for Black women in the form of this podcast. And it's part of her larger mission to empower Black women with the resources they need to heal and thrive in all aspects of their lives. Her vision is to ultimately create a world where Black women feel valued, supported, celebrated in their pursuit of wellness. Cassandra is more than a medical doctor. She's a phenomenal mother to two-spirited boys and just a pretty lovely human being, if I must say so myself. This episode is great because we have this conversation with Cassandra about how she's opting out and how she has opted out in the past of struggle in her life. And we also talk about how the community, our community, is locked in struggle in some ways, particularly when it comes to the concepts of health, physical health versus wellness. Later on in the week, we're going to talk about how Cassandra has opted into concepts like joy and community and abundance and exactly how she's doing that. So stay tuned. But for right now, let's jump in and start talking to Cassandra about how she's opting out. Cassandra, I'm so happy to have you here today. You're our first guest, really, our second guest, actually, on the Black Girl Burnout podcast. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I can't wait to get into some things with you. First of all, how are you doing today? Thank you. I'm good. I'm really good. I'm fresh out of a a therapy session, so I'm much better than I was like an hour ago. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to talk. I feel like we've been missing each other, so I'm excited. (laughs) Yes, we have been. I'm a big fan of your podcast, Be Well, Sis. I'm sure we're going to talk about that eventually as we have this conversation, maybe just right away. But I really wanted you to introduce yourself. I, I don't always, I feel like, let the guests say what they want to say about themselves. <laughs> I'm excited. Like I've I've been watching you from afar and we've had these like passing interactions, but mm-hmm. I want you to tell us a little bit about, about your background. What do you do? You know, what kinds of services? Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Cassandra Dunbar. Um, by training, I am a medical doctor. At the moment, I work in academia. So I'm a professor. I stumbled into the podcasting world um, in 2020. Yeah, in 2020. And it was because I was looking for wellness resources. In medical school, I learned what it means to be healthy, right? But I did not find resources on what it really means to be well. And then when I was looking on like trying, figuring out how to be well and not just healthy, I really didn't see us represented in that space. So I wanted to create a space where Black women and and thought leaders can see themselves represented and could feel like they can talk about all the things that impact us um, in our mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual wellness. Um, So I've been podcasting since then, and that's what my podcast is about. So it's not necessarily about one thing in in terms of wellness. It's not just like reproductive wellness or, I don't know yoga. It's about like all of the ways that we can show up for ourselves and be holistically well. I'm also a mom to two little ones who stress me to no end. (laughs) (laughs) 
it, it's it's really weird. I was telling my therapist, I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship because <laughs> how do I love these people so much? And sometimes they treat me so damn bad. Like <laughs> that's just here nor there. How do they wreck your world? How do they just ruin my day? Listen, uh, the power the little ones have, have. The power. Truly, truly. <laughs> nobody can hurt my feelings like my eight-year-old. My gosh. <laughs> I totally be- I totally believe that. And that's part of like, I love this journey of you being a medical professional, which is why I'm so excited to have you on today, is because you made this delineation, you make this difference between health and being well or wellness, right? What does it mean to be well? What does it mean to be healthy? And at at this podcast, we're always talking about opting out of something and opting into something. So I would say for you, it's like opting out of health Mm -hmm. and opting into wellness. So for you, what is that difference? So for me, somebody who is healthy will have like great blood pressure. They may have, or controlled blood pressure. They may have um, great blood sugar or they're managing their diabetes well. They may exercise they their cholesterol might be great so like on paper everything looks good and then to be well is like you're actually happy you're actually whole you actually have a good relationship with yourself and with those around you um you actually have feel like you have like some meaning in this thing called life you have purpose and that doesn't mean that it's always going to be rosy it just means that You know, we all have our difficult times and our difficulties, but like you may stumble, but you'll get back up. You won't stay where you were. It also means being mindful of of yourself and really seeking your joy and prioritizing your joy and prioritizing your peace and your wellness in this really hectic place that we called Earth. Be Well Sis is very much an advocate for therapy, and I believe that you don't have to be in crisis in order to seek help and get support. Life is complicated. We all wear many hats and sometimes it can be overwhelming. Starting therapy years ago has been pivotal in helping me be a better mother, daughter, and partner. It's truly been a game changer in how I view myself and the world around me. So Be Well Sis is proud to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy platform whose mission is to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash BeWellSis. That's BetterHelp.com slash BeWellSis. I love that distinction. It's like it's a broadening of of health, right? Mm -hmm. That what's on paper, it goes beyond that. It's what you don't see on Mm -hmm. paper. Exactly. For you, what has been that journey as someone who studied what it looks like on paper to then expanding that definition? Did Did that change and impact your life? Oh, for sure. For me, I got pregnant with my oldest son my last semester of school. So something about being pregnant made me really like cognizant of everything around me, everything that I ate, put on my body. And that's when I really decided like, okay, yeah, I'm healthy, but I want to be more than I want to be well. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually going to bring a whole nother being into this world. How can I be my best self so that way I can give him or her their best? And that's why I started the journey of trying to be well and figure out what does that even mean to me? Because I know that I I don't care for, let's just say, I don't know, like yoga's fine, but like I'm not a 5 a.m. type of girl. I'm not going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm not going to go on a run every day. That's just not for me. 
But I need to figure out what is for me. You know, I know movement is important. How does that look? Um, I know what I eat is important, but I'm not a vegan and I, I don't intend to be as, as of right now. <laughs> I'm, that might change. I don't know. But like just figuring out what does work for me and um, how does that fit into my life? And I think I was looking for a, a lifestyle, really, especially because something about becoming a parent just made me think more deeply about how I see myself and um, what I want to like leave with my children and what I want to model for them. And that's where the whole journey really began. And it's, it's a continuing journey. I've just recently come to terms with it. There's no finish line. I was hoping that I'd get to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm good and I'm well. But no, it's like constant learning, relearning and molding to adjust to what I need in this moment, in this space and time. Yeah, it's it's an ongoing process. You know, I just had a, a, I had the first guest that we had, we talked about how making choices is a discipline, like making certain choices. Mm-hmm. We use the phrase opt out, but we say it's not a destination. Opting out isn't a destination. It's a discipline. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes about how do we create a life where we can have those things be well, mm-hmm. but know that there's no finish line. There mm-hmm. is no end point to, to being well. Mm-hmm. It is a constant practice that you have to do for yourself. So that makes sense. My last kind of question around this, it deals with burnout. Like, where do you see the kind of intersection? That I, I sometimes think like, is it in the gap between health and mm-hmm. wellness, right? Is it is it something else? Where do you see like the burnout? And even for yourself, I mean, I can imagine being pregnant, finishing school. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on. Your own experiences with burnout and do you see how burnout might play a role or impact someone's health and wellness, I guess? Oh, absolutely. For me, burnout was actually what was the actual catalyst for me starting my podcast and really not just sticking my toe in the in the pool to see what's going on, but really like going in head like my whole body first into truly trying to figure out what makes me well or starting to figure it out. When I had my second child, we had birth complications that came out of nowhere. We had a, you know, normal, healthy pregnancy. And when he was born, like everything hit the fan to the point where we really weren't sure if he would survive. And then past that, what type of challenges we may have with him growing up? Like, would he have like any physical handicaps, intellectual handicaps? Like we just weren't sure. So for the first six months of his life, I was literally just holding my breath because I was so scared that he wouldn't meet a milestone or he'd have another seizure that he had in in, um, the NICU. And just, I was running on fumes. I was trying to adjust to being a parent to now two kids and one who at the time was considered to be a special needs child. He had so many different specialists that I was constantly going to the doctor for and just trying to monitor him was just, I was holding my breath. I wasn't sure when the shoe would fall. Um, So I went back to therapy because I'd taken a break from therapy. And in speaking to my therapist, my first her, her first question for me was, so walk me through your day. And I told her all the things that I do from sunup to sundown. And she was just like, where are you here? And I had nothing to say to her. And she was like, this sounds like burnout. You know, I got to the point where at night I would thank God for all of my blessings and for blessing me with children who are seemingly healthy and for saving the one. And then also wake up the next morning like, oh, why am I still here? And I just knew that this isn't the way to live. And she was like 
this is burnout because you're not making time for yourself. That burnout, I thought I was doing a good job as a mom. I was doing my best, but like I wasn't really present. Um, So I had to find ways to be present for myself first before I can actually be a present, active um, parent. Um, So that's my experience with burnout. And it took a while for me to come out of that because I didn't realize how long I was operating in burnout. I thought, well, this sucks and this is just parenthood, but that's not how it should be. What I realized is that so many of us, um, especially those of us who are from marginalized communities, so Black and Brown women, that's what we see as modeled as womanhood and modeled as being an adult is just running on fumes. And we don't realize that that can trickle, can turn into physical things too. So now we're not well we're burnt out. And now we also are not healthy because when, at, when I suffer from burnout, I do not move my body. I do not make the, the best decisions of what I eat. And I just have maladaptive coping mechanisms minus food, right? Um, so not only am I eating wrong, quote unquote wrong, but I'm not making the best choices for my body. I'm also not moving my body. And that can lead me to have like, you know, cardiovascular issues and things like that. So for me, wellness and burnout and health is kind of like on a spectrum. It's like a continuum, you know? Um, if you're burnt out for long enough, it's going to show up like physically, it's going to manifest itself. Like our bodies are crying for help. And if we don't listen to our bodies, unfortunately, something's going to break down eventually. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So much sense. I love that you're saying that, that it's on a continuum and it's all linked, right? There's, you can only stay in burnout for so long before first it feels like it impacts your wellness, then it moves on to impacting your health and burnout is kind of the thread that keeps you moving in the wrong direction, right? Going on the Mm -hmm. wrong side of, of that scale. That brings us to the end of part one of the mental health awareness series. Um, Thank you so much for joining and for tuning in. Before we leave, you can do me two favors. One is to go ahead and subscribe to the Black Girl Burnout podcast on whatever podcast streaming app you listen on, as well as leave them a five-star rating and review. Kelly is doing amazing work over there, so please send her some encouragement by leaving her a review as well as a five-star rating. Um, As always, thank you so much for joining. I will see you next week. And we'll be back next week with part two of the Mental Health Awareness Series. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis.